Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio, where we're on a mission to help millennials get intentional in life, business, and career with practical advice and real stories of living with intention, the good, the bad, and lots of the ugly. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to flip your perspective on what's possible with the help of the amazing intention getters I get to have as guests. Join my community on Instagram, at Jessica Thiefels, so we can keep these conversations going while supporting one another to stay intentional every day. And finally, if you love this podcast, please subscribe, share, and review. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm here today with Katrina Leggins, who is a mental health therapist and self-care advocate, writer, and speaker. She's also the founder and creator of K. Nicole Writing and the CEO of K. Nicole Writing Collection, a t-shirt apparel line focused on raising awareness for self-care and mental health. Welcome, Katrina. I'm so happy to have you here today. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be on here as well. Yeah. Before we dive into such an important topic, uh, rest and giving ourselves rest and making time for rest, um, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So um, as you um, introduced me as, I am a mental health therapist and I have a background in social work. Um, I've been in the field now for about eight years. Um, I work primarily with teens and young adults. I am also a self-care advocate and a writer and speaker. I um, formed the uh, K. Nicole Writing brand about three and a half years ago, um, which is when I got the vision to launch Kana co-writing. And what that is centered around is focusing on mental health awareness, um, self-care awareness. And I provide all of my, I guess you would say either followers, listeners, um, helpful resources, tips. Um, I provide free worksheets. I host workshops, just lots of different things where I am educating the world, essentially, outside of my nine to five. Because I love therapy. I love being in the therapy setting, but I also like to help individuals on a bigger platform. And Kano Co-Writing allows me to do that. And again, I have my t-shirt apparel line that helps me bring more awareness to self-care and mental health uh, that I launched about two years ago. So things have been really growing since then. And again, it just gives me an opportunity to do what I love, which is helping people um, when it comes to their mental health um, and helping them understand it and educating them on the importance of it. I love that. The education is so critical. I know in my email that I had with some information about you, you talked a lot about Mm self-awareness. And I feel like that's so key in the mental health journey that all of us are really on, whether we realize it or not. Oh, yeah. um, so I, I love that you're committed to that and you're able to really, truly support people with, you know, an education and background in therapy and social work. It's such powerful work that we all need support in. Thank you. Yeah, you are welcome. So the funny thing is Nicole and I went into this podcast recording really not even sure what we were going to talk about. And what we naturally started sharing about when we were just sort of connecting and seeing how each other is doing today was rest. That was the first thing that came up because I am in a place right now where I am needing rest. It is 1.12 p.m. and I haven't done any work yet today because I'm just exhausted. I launched a new membership program. If you listened to our last episode, you know all about it. 
It's called Mindset Mastery and Instagram Strategy uh, Marketing from the Gut. And it's a membership coaching program. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm so passionate about it. But I'm pushing so hard. And I just yesterday was starting to feel that exhaustion kick in. And I woke up this morning thinking, you know what? I need to not sell. I need to not be trying to connect. And I need to just take time for me. But if you look at me a year ago, I would not have been that intentional about rest. A year ago, two years ago, definitely not five years ago, I would have just pushed through because I wouldn't have allowed myself. And so as I was sharing that with Katrina, we were saying, you know what? Maybe that's what we need to talk about today. So we're going to talk about getting intentional with rest. So why don't you kick us off, Katrina, and talk about right now, especially right now in our world, why is rest so important? I mean, it seems like an obvious question, but I think it's something we need to address right away because so many people don't give themselves that rest in that time. Yeah, absolutely. So when we don't rest, we aren't showing up at our best selves or as our best selves. We can't also function properly. We can't um, work at a level where we're showing up again, as our best selves, we also can't um, function in our relationships that we have with our people, uh, with, our, with, our, with our family, with our friends. Think about those who are parents. You know, it's hard to raise your kids when you don't have the, the proper rest um, and the time that you need for yourselves. So overall, rest really plays a crucial role in our lives. And it, and it really shows when we don't implement the rest, make time for the rest, and continue to make this part of our routine, it really knocks you off your game, essentially. And so when we put rest second or have an excuse to why we we can't rest, um, we start to feel the effects of that. Rest for me has been something that I've had to learn over the years because I never really (laughs) truthfully rested the way I needed to. And, And I think that People during quarantine right now, they think about, okay, I'm sleeping a lot. So that means I'm resting. Well, we need sleep to be able to function. And that's just part of what we need on the day to day. But there are lots of ways to rest. And I want people to understand what that can look like and how to implement that. And so right now, yes, a lot of us are still home. We have these guidelines we have to follow. But there are ways we can still implement rest so we can still do our jobs, whether it's working from home or if we're still having to work, you know, in a public setting, there are ways we can implement that where we still feel like um, we, we are working at our best and we're not doing things that really are harmful for ourselves and can be harmful to others as well. I love the point that you make that rest is not just sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like that is not necessarily so obvious, especially to someone who maybe isn't it isn't natural for them to sort of give themselves grace and say, you know what, I need rest. So so give us some examples of ways that we can bring rest into our lives more intentionally. So yes, get your eight hours of sleep or whatever it is that you need, but what else can we do to find that rest, that rejuvenation that's going to help us show up? Mm-hmm. So when you are resting, you know, you automatically think, okay, I need to lay down, rest my brain, you know, rest my body, which is, yes, that, that is what we need. But how can we, how can we do this outside of sleep? This can look like literally as simple as I'm going to come home and I'm going to take a shower and I might add an extra 10 minutes to that shower 
just so I can have some time to practice some mindfulness, to really sit with my thoughts, to really kind of just self-reflect on how my day is on. Um, just because again, that's time to myself. Not responding right away to text messages, right away to your emails. Because sometimes again, if we're working all day, every day, we, our brain is still operating on work mode. And so we have to switch that and allow ourselves to not feel like it's necessary to have to jump to a text or to an email right away. Meditating, praying, you know, reading um, your favorite book, you know, reading devotionals, listening to calming music, you know, things that are literally giving us that opportunity to uh, practice stillness, to sit with ourselves and with our thoughts where we're not having to over overthink things or answer questions or be in problem solving mode. And so just allow your time to sit with yourself in a quiet setting, in a calming setting um, where it's allowing you to relax, to rejuvenate and to recharge. Yeah. I feel like when I think of rest and all the things that you just said, which are such powerful and also simple ways to really give our bodies rest. I think of slow down. So mm -hmm. for me, when I need to rest, it's not like I need to physically close my eyes, though sometimes that is it. I just need to slow my pace and tune back into me. And uh, meditation is so valuable for that slow down. Some like stillness is so important because also you think when we think about why we aren't showing up at our as our fullest selves when we aren't rested. What I always talk about, because I feel like it's just the most perfect metaphor, is that when we're going, 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 and that's good. Sometimes we're in a mode where we're go, 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 and that's how my week has been, and, and that's fine. But at some point, you have so many tabs open yes. that you think about, think about how slow your browser gets as you have more and more tabs open, or how slow your computer is when you have so many programs open. It was just happening to me the other day. <laughs> bad at closing down programs. My husband's like, you have like 15 programs open. No wonder your computer is going so slow. Mm -hmm. um, but if you think about our brains that way, which they are, our brain is essentially an operating system. When it's so overloaded, it's gonna slow down. And so no matter how hard you try, like when my browser is going slow, like every five minutes, it's it like stops and the wheel thing starts spinning because it's like, taking time to actually figure out what it needs to do. That's mm -hmm. our brains. Yep. So, you know, when you're thinking about rest, think about how you handle your computer when it's moving really slow or when it's overloaded, you shut it down. You literally, I hate to use the word, but you unplug, you know what I mean? Like you have to unplug everything that's happening and shut the computer down so that it can refresh and start back up and work properly. And I feel like that's the perfect metaphor for making time for rest and why it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, rest has so many benefits. And, you know, when you are intentional with the rest, you can see that. Mm. And, and when I say that, you know, you're doing it on purpose and you are doing it uh, without feeling guilty about it. And this is something you want to and you want to really try to incorporate on a routine basis because it needs to be within your routines, your work routines and, you know, other things you might, you know, do on a day to day basis. And, and I just want to kind of highlight, if that's okay, some, some benefits yeah. of rest um, when you're intentional about it. And one of those, the biggest thing is mental clarity. You know, it allows you to, you know, make rational decisions. Again, think about your day. Think about, um, you know, just your, your overall self. So it gives you time to really self-reflect on a lot of different things you might have been putting off because you've been in work mode and you've been really busy. 
it helps regulate your mood. You might have had a terrible mood, you know, this particular day or something unexpected happened. And now your mind has shifted and you're thinking the worst or you're mad at this person or this situation. And, you know, rest can allow you to really, you know, really think about that problem or that person and figure out the best way to approach it. You know, again, it aids and helps us with healthy sleep. It enhances our creativity. Mm. <laughs> I find when I am rested, I really can produce some really powerful content. <laughs> and some of my best work comes from my rest, believe it or not, because I've tried to definitely produce content lots of times where I'm literally like on a fourth of a tank. And at this point, I'm like, this is not going to work. This is not uh, going to be my best. And, and I just need to really allow myself to rest. And so, yeah, resting allows um, me to be more creative. It increases that level. Um, and it, again, it, going back to just really going to my best self and allow me to just really operate at a higher level. Yep, absolutely. And I like... I just like the points that you're making about, because I feel like we don't think about the fact that when we give ourselves time to rest, we then open ourselves up for reflection and think about like in the shower, like who here listening has like their best ideas in the shower (laughs) or when you lay down before you go to bed at night. Like these are times when you're allowing yourself to slip into a more restful state and all of a sudden the ideas come to you. So I think there's an element of trust there as well. Trusting the whole, like the idea of like slow down to speed up, like trusting that if you're going to, that when you slow down, you will a pick back up, like you're not going to stay there forever, but also that it is going to have that benefit on the other side. And that can be hard to do, especially when you're someone like, you know, like you or me, you know, we're ambitious women. We want to be achieving. We want to be reaching our goals. And so it feels, I know it can feel really challenging to allow ourselves that space to rest. Um, And that makes me think of the guilt. And I'm wondering what your suggestions are for managing the guilt that comes up as we allow ourselves that time to rest. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I think the first thing to ask is why do you feel guilty? Why do you feel guilty about wanting to rest and needing to rest? And then that can really look different for a lot of people. Um, And I know, you know, it is probably a lot of parents that are going to probably be listening. And one of those things is, well, I have to do this, this and this for my kids, for my husband. And if I don't do it, they're going to think I'm the worst wife or the worst mommy. And you have to, again, go back to, okay, I want to be there for them, but I don't want to do it where I'm again, literally on E where it's not going to be the best. Now I give them, I make a meal (laughs) for my family and it's, and the meal may not be um, a great meal because I didn't put much effort into it. And so I think it's important to ask yourself why you feel guilty and have that moment of self-reflection and figure out how you can incorporate that even in like a smaller way, you know, because again, when we're resting, it doesn't have to take up your entire day. You know, it doesn't have to take up um, several hours, but it can be something that you implement in increments where, you know, if you're at work or working from home, taking those breaks and taking advantage of those breaks. And when you take advantage of those breaks, make sure you are distraction free, mm-hmm. letting your family know or letting whoever know that's around, okay, this, this time is for me. And I need to make sure it's uninterrupted. And you have to communicate that too with, you know, your family or your loved ones. So they don't assume that you're being selfish when it comes to the time that you need. So communicating what 
what this looks like and why you need it. And that way, okay, I'm letting you know that this, this time is for me um, on these days. And that way, you know, there's no confusion. Again, there, there's no, um, don't think that I'm, you know, trying to ignore you. This is time for me. So I want you to communicate um, why you feel this is important and um, why you need it. And then figure out small ways to incorporate it in your day each day, because that adds up. You know, you don't, again, you don't have to spend hours on finding time to rent. Now, if you feel like you do, that's another conversation because that could be more about mental health or physical health. If you don't, if you can't find yourself having the energy to do things or, you know, be around people. So I think it's important to monitor that, which is why the self-reflection piece of rest is important because there may be some things or some areas in your life that are um, like an area that's really low or an area that's weak. And we got to figure out, or you have to figure out, okay, what am I needing in this moment to meet that need? Hmm. Yeah. I love that. And that's such an important point that if you need more, that there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing is an accident. Um, and addressing your nutrition potentially because you're not feeling your body or addressing the fact that you need a whole week off because you've pushed yourself so hard. You've reached the brink. I mean, that just happened to me probably two months ago. I had just published my book, my first book, and I had, I had started this podcast like a month before, and my husband and I had just moved cross-country from San Diego to Vermont. There was so much going on, and I literally sat down to try to teach myself how to do something because I was trying to figure out how to get my courses that are on like Udemy and Skillshare and stuff onto my site. And I literally started crying and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, this is the sign. You yep. need to step away, you need to back away from the computer. I went, I showered and I thought, and I had the reflection while I was in the shower and I said, what do I need? What does my, what is my body? What is my intuition pushing me right now to figure out? And I realized I just, I needed an extended period of time off. And so the following week, I took almost a whole week off, which is the beauty of being an entrepreneur and your own boss. Um, and someone like me who I'm very dedicated to my work. So I'm able to take time off because I'm on top of my shit, but I needed that time. And I realized like I was pushing myself so hard and I can't do that again. I need to be good about yes, pushing toward my goals, but also not ignoring those things, those little signs that are popping up. And that's exactly what I was doing. So that awareness is so critical. Um, and allowing yourself the reflection time, Mm -hmm. um, And being the other thing that came up when you were talking for me was that those little pieces, assuming that you're, you're continually giving yourself these little pieces of rest is that if you're truly intentional with that time, so with that five minutes or that 10 minutes, if that's all you can get, that will be effective. You will get the benefits of it because you're truly cutting everything off, not looking at your phone, you know, pulling away from your thoughts and your to-do list. And that's allowing you to genuinely fill up versus like, oh, I'm resting, but really I'm sitting at the table with my coffee, reading the news and checking my email. Like that's not rest. Like you may not be doing a lot, but you're not really giving yourself time to rest. You're still consuming and filling and thinking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. When you're, when you're resting, you know, think about it also as like restoring, restoration. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally, you've been again, like on the go, like the energizer bunny. And like, you're now about to just really fall apart. And when you are resting that, which essentially um, goes into self-care, 
um, that that is something that everybody needs to make time for. And again, I know that it, it can look different for everybody. And so I want to be sensitive to that, um, which is why, again, there's so many different ways to rest and how you can rest. Um, if your if your basic needs are an issue or, again, your physical um, health is an issue or mental health is an issue, we need, you, that needs to be assessed so you can figure out what you are needing more of to help you get to a point where you can rest fully. You said something earlier and I wanted to comment on um, when it comes to just kind of acknowledging those red flags and those, those warning signs. Earlier this year, um, I went to get some blood work done and I did it because my energy level was much lower than it had been in a long time. And I was just like, why am I this tired? Like, I know I'm tired because I worked all day. You know, I've done some entrepreneur stuff, but I just really had like barely enough energy to like get in the shower where I didn't want to just get in the bed. And so I got some testing done and I, and I learned that I had a vitamin D deficiency. And so going to see my doctor talking about that and getting a supplement and taking that on top of, you know, trying to balance out the way I was eating and getting my body moving, that helped. That helped a whole lot. And so I want to um, acknowledge the importance of getting blood work done um, yearly, making sure that you are following up with your doctors, because there's a lot of things that we might be struggling with um, on a, a physical level that can contribute to why we are unable to rest in the way that we want, or if we're resting too much where we have no energy to do anything. So I just wanted to emphasize that because I actually talk to my clients about that a lot um, when I meet them at the beginning of treatment or following up within a year, because that is something we want to make sure uh, we're trying to follow up on. Yep, absolutely. And that's, I think, yeah, there's sort of two parts to that, which is don't ignore the red flags, which is maybe you're feeling really lethargic, if I can mm-hmm. say that word. Um, you're feeling really this, the, why can't I say that word? Love. Yeah. <laughs> What's I, happening? I guess it's a Friday, so okay. It is. <laughs> um, no judgment. <laughs> yeah, right? You can't say words, apparently. Um, there's a red flag. Um, paying attention to those red flags and then also taking action. So I feel like I talk a lot on the podcast about, yes, listening to your intuition Yes, tuning into you, but then also, yes, taking action on what needs to happen there. So if you're noticing these signs, doing something about it and, and going to your doctor or your naturopath or whoever you work with, whatever health professional is in your life to say, there's something that's not quite right here mm-hmm. and making sure that there are no underlying issues because it could be not just you pushing yourself so hard, but these other issues. And um, I love the example that you give because look how simple that solution was. You're low on vitamin D and you maybe want to touch up on your nutrition, grab the supplement and, you know, start getting more intentional about what you put in your body. And it's like, it's so simple and you probably feel so much better now and able to like actually get rest in those little chunks and not feel so burned out all the time. And then not only that, I learned that, okay, this is something that I need to monitor. I need to check in on this, if not every six months, at least once a year. I know that this can be a contributing factor to why my energy level um, feels depleted, you know, and is extremely low. And I'm also anemic. So that's another factor. So my iron's low. So like a lot of those things um, factor in into um, my, my, my rest um, if I'm too tired 
um, where I can't do much. So yes, don't ignore your red flags. Um, make that time to assess all areas of your life, all dimensions, several dimensions when it comes to our overall well-being. And um, you just want to make sure you're not ignoring it and not um, following up in you know, the proper way. Yep. Absolutely. Can we talk, I'd love to talk a little bit before we close out here about scheduling rest into mm -hmm. our calendar. Can you give some suggestions and examples of ways that people can basically schedule rest in as if it's a doctor's appointment or um, a hair appointment, something that we'll really be able to commit to because it's on our calendar? Mm -hmm. Well, so again, scheduling is just a way of keeping us very organized. So I would hope everyone has some form that they use to um, help keep themselves organized, whether that's a calendar form, a planner, through your phone reminders. One thing that I recommend for busy people in particular, because I always find those who are really busy give me the most reasons why <laughs> they can <laughs> It's always so interesting uh, why they don't have time. I don't have time to do that. Like that's going to take us so much time. Um, what part of your day do you have a moment to yourself where it's literally, okay, I, uh, I'm not on my phone. I'm not doing paperwork. I'm not doing anything where I have to answer questions or, or uh, deal with people. Um, in that moment, that could be something that could be time where you squeeze in five to 10 minutes uh, to literally sit in the car, go walk around your building, um, go have a drink of water, you know, little simple things like that, have a snack, you know, and schedule it on your calendar so you don't overlook it. Because a person like me, if I don't see it, like if, if I didn't put Jessica's podcast interview on my calendar, it ain't happening. <laughs> and so, <laughs> because, because I have a lot going on. And so when you literally schedule that in or have that notification pop up on your phone, it's a signal that, oh, okay, I need to do, I, this is something I, that I need to do that's important. So instead of, um, you know, blocking off or feeling like you need to block off, you know, an hour or two hours, you know, find the time throughout your day. And again, assess how each day looks and figure out where you can um, squeeze in literally five minutes. If you can do 15 minutes, that's even better. But if you only do five, 10 minutes, that's something. And then just stick with that same um, time block. That way you know, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 10 to 10.30, this time is for me, or 10 to 10.15, this time is for me. And you just decide what you want to do during that time. Because again, if it's not scheduled, if you don't make it a priority, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, and so we don't, you know, I don't want people to think that, you know, it's impossible because we make time for things that we want to do, <laughs> essentially. And, you know, rest and self-care, you know, those are things we really want to make a priority because it becomes, um, it, it can definitely do more harm to us later. So um, hopefully that answers your question because I want to make sure people uh, have different examples on how they can schedule it and, and, and also what they can um, do during that scheduling block. So. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And I like the idea uh, that you say about making it like that's going to be your time, let's say every Monday, Wednesday, Friday or whatever it is, because that's how we're going to start making it habitual is when we really get intentional about saying, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do this, whether that's your morning routine, which is, you know, we have an episode on sort of designing a morning routine that really supports you, whether it's a morning routine, whether that's saying every day before, when I get in my car, before I go into work, I'm just going to breathe for five minutes. 
making mm-hmm. it be a part of your schedule, making it a habit so that it just comes naturally to you, like brushing your teeth or putting your kids to bed at night. It's just what you do. It's just, for me, a lot of times when I'm trying to integrate this stuff, I really try to make it a part of my identity. It's just, I, I just take, I just take 15 minutes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday for myself. That's just what I do. You know, I feel like that helps us really cling to it and, and make it stick because it's, it's just who we are, you know? Um, I don't know if that's maybe a helpful shift for some of you listeners thinking like, how am I ever going to really prioritize this and know that it's going to take time. It's not going to stick right away. Yeah. And you know, and that's why I encourage you to start small. Like this is going to be a practice. This is something you're just not going to, you're going to, you're going to get right off the bat. Like you have to practice this. And the more you you practice it, you may find yourself falling short or accidentally scheduling something. But again, you have to remember, okay, this is, this is benefiting me for X, Y, and Z. And I, and I need to do this. And so the other point I want to make is when you do schedule these small increments, please do not find something to do that is the opposite of rest. <laughs> like literally, if you're going to schedule the time, please don't do anything else that is going to require your brain um, to have to do more. Like literally think of restoration, think of just calmness, think of relaxation, like anything that you do needs to revolve around those things. And if it doesn't, that is not rest. You're still trying to squeeze in time to, to do that uh, or, you know, send that email or write that note or whatever the case may be. So just take advantage of it, utilize it and do not give yourself any excuses and do not feel guilty. You do it for you, but you also do this for others when it comes to our rest and our self-care. Yes. Yes, absolutely. This is not, this is for you, but it is also for the people that you serve, whether that be your clients or your children or your spouse or your family. Um, With all those, if your brain is running slow because all those browser tabs are open, you are not going to be giving your best to the people who need your best. And I really, uh, I really, really like what you, you've said a couple of times now, and I wanted to point it out is restoration. Don't mm-hmm. think of rest as rest. Think of it as next time you think of rest, think restoration. Because I feel like that's a much better way of remembering what it really means to rest, to mm-hmm. restore yourself, not just go to sleep, because even sometimes we don't sleep very well or we're not getting the quality of sleep we need. Restoring yourself, your mind, your soul, your body, you know, whatever it is that needs that time. So I, I really like that um, rest and restoration that you've been saying. I feel like that's oh, Thank you. Yeah. I just want, again, people to look at it in a different framework, different uh, perspective, because, you know, I, I know that there'll be people that, you know, listen and may think, well, I'm trying and this is what I do that, you know, considers rest, but, you know, it, that might not be what you need. There might be something totally different that your mind and your body, your spirit needs um, for you to feel fully rested. And so um, just f- take time to figure out what that, that looks like in those areas you're falling short in. So you can know again how to properly meet them. Yeah. And I actually, in you saying that makes me think it, it could be an interesting practice to, let's say listeners, you're hearing this and you're like, okay, I'm really going to be intentional about setting like, you know, 15 minutes aside for the next few days. When you do that, maybe initially rate yourself on how badly you need rest or like how, how rested you feel on a scale of one to 10. And then take your rest time, really let yourself sit, whatever that is, even if that's just like mind numbing, 
you know, out to a TV show for 20 minutes and just chilling on the couch. But then afterward, rate your, how rested you feel. Because Mm -hmm. maybe you think watching TV is going to make you feel rested. But then when you really compare how rested you feel to how you felt before, you might find that it's not, not actually restoring you the way that perhaps meditation does or just sitting listening to music or going out on the porch and just getting some fresh air. So um, that could be maybe a good check as you start to sort of figure out what really is going to leave me feeling really good and ready to show up for myself and the people around me. Oh, I love that. That is a great way to do a self-care check-in. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what you just described. And I, I encourage, and if you follow me or if you become a new follower, you will see that I encourage self-care check-ins quite often. Because when we're not checking in on ourselves, how do we know what we need and what we don't need? <laughs> so that is a great way to assess yourself. I wanted to point that out. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. Um, Okay. So before I ask you our last two questions, is there anything else that you want to leave the listeners with on the topic of rest? Oh gosh, I feel like we covered so much. Um, I mean, just, you know, once you get into the routine of it and you understand the importance of it, just make sure you are practicing your rest and implementing rest intentionally. When we don't think, do things intentionally, we don't put our all into it and it means nothing essentially to us. So just be intentional with that time and um, give yourself grace with that as well. Cause you're not, you know, don't aim for perfection, aim for progress. Mm, yep. Give yourself grace. I love that. That's one of my favorite things to say. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us. This has been so helpful for me personally. And I know it's going to be so helpful for our listeners who are, Definitely some ambitious people looking to kick ass in life and business and relationships. So Yeah, I love it. You're welcome. I'm glad to have this conversation because anytime I, you know, I have these conversations, it actually helps me as well and um, in different capacities. So I'm glad that this is the conversation that we decided to both have. <laughs> yes, I think it's the one we needed to have. Okay, let me ask you my second to last question. What is your current intention getter story? What are you working on right now? I, right now, um, I know we are in, what is this? I have a countdown. Month five of quarantine. (laughs) Gosh, yeah, I'm trying, I'm that one that keeps track. Um, But maintaining um, my boundaries around my work Mm -hmm. and my self-care time. I'm not perfect. Yes, I talk about it. I advocate about it. Um, But quarantine definitely shifted a lot of different things for me because I work from home and that's new for me. Um, I like it, but it has its pros and cons. And so um, my biggest things is separating the two. So my work and my personal time unapologetically. And, And that is so important to me because I do a lot of work um, with my my ther- with you know being a therapist, but also the entrepreneur side of me, and so um, separating the two and not feeling bad about ignoring certain things or certain people declining invites and so, you know all types of different things. So learning how to balance working from home, my self care time, and then my business. So it is still a work in progress, but that is what I'm working on because I know we're gonna realistically be on this journey through this pandemic for a while for a while and um I just want to really focus on just the balancing of that part and it's gotten better but I still have my hiccups but it's um I'm a work in progress 
Absolutely. As we all are. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all will be if we're on a if we're on a journey to really live our best lives, we're always gonna be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Amazing. How can our listeners uh connect with you? I'm on all social media platforms. So you can find me on Instagram at Kano Cole Writing, as well as uh, my my business Facebook page, Kano Cole Writing. I also have a website at www.kanocowriting.com. I have a Twitter. I'm I'm active, but I'm not as active as I am on Instagram, but I do use it. And that is also Kano Cole Writing. So um, if you, regardless of what your preference is, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Kano Cole Writing, and then my direct website, kanocowriting.com. Perfect. Great branding. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thank you again, Katrina, for this really just incredible and important and timely conversation. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in. We're so grateful to have you here listening to us. I hope this was helpful. And again, if you love what you hear, please do rate, review, and subscribe. It means the world to me. Um, And we will talk to you again very soon. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you, Katrina.